Tom, good morning. How are you? Good morning, guys. How you doing? Good, good, good. Not too bad. I guess before we get into this stuff, we're just a couple of uh, football questions. You played uh, last Thursday. Played well. How'd you feel? It was a. Uh, it was fun being out there, and uh, you know we got a lot. We got a lot of work to do. So I, I think you got to take the preseason games, you know, for what they are, and it's kind of a step in the preparation, and it goes along with a lot of other things we're doing. But it was good. You know, we haven't had any joint practices this year, so kind of being in these competitive situations, you. I mean, if you haven't been in those in a long time, which I haven't, you know, since the Super Bowl, then, you know, it, you, you always feel a little bit rusty. So, Are you planning on playing this week? Yeah, hopefully we can build on it this week. And we've had a good day, a couple days of practice. We have another two days ahead of us before we leave for Carolina. But it's, uh, you know, guys are, are working hard trying to improve. There's a lot to improve on. And it's a new team, new year. And hopefully we can um, – you know, use this week as, as kind of another step before we before we get to things that start really counting. You know, we talk about this all the time, Tom, probably more than you do, is um, the, the detractors. I mean, we watch ESPN. These people, When you play well, even a preseason game, and you played great on Thursday, it just frustrates these people who are waiting for you to reach the end. I remember someone asked you, I think, in a Super Bowl week about retiring. You said, why does everyone want me to retire? These guys don't want you to retire. They want you to suck. Well, do you hear this? And every time you play well, it, it breaks their heart. And I wonder if you get any satisfaction from that. Well, do you that. hear this Max, this Max Kellerman who constantly is saying you're going to fall off a cliff? Do you, do you hear this guy or no? I don't watch TV much. So um, I really don't. You know, I think there's part of being, you know, a professional athlete, you know, you're dealing with lots of different things and lots of criticisms and, Obviously, you have a lot of people that support you, but you also have a lot of people that kind of cheer for other teams. And if you don't come to grips with that, then you're in the wrong profession. So I don't expect you – know, I think it's a different part about, you know, football, for example, in America. I mean, we never – you know, if you look at a lot of other sports around the world, at some point maybe, you know, you get to represent your country, like watching the World Cup in the summer, you know. I, I see all these soccer players that – you know, play for these different clubs, but then come together for their country at some point. You know, we in, in America, we never get a chance to do that. So, you know, most Americans probably that live in other parts of the country, they don't like the Patriots. They don't like me, and I can understand that. I mean, I was a 49er fan at one point. But, um, you know, they're just – they want to see their team win. And when they don't, you know, I think they got to direct that frustration somewhere else. And when you've been – successful like our team's been you know i think frustration gets directed at us and that's just part of it you just have to understand that's what you're getting into they used to say about larry bird larry bird loved to win but more than that he, he loved to watch you lose you know he loved to grind you know shove your face in the dirt he got great satisfaction out of beating people do you yeah. understand that feeling do you feel that way um I, I really enjoy the competition, so I, I don't – I think I've always thought about, you know, the, the approach of being, you know, my very best. And my motivation comes from not letting my teammates down. You know, I know how much people put into it, our coaches, teammates, to, to have a great, you know, successful season. And we work year-round for it. So I don't want to be the reason why we don't – or we, why we aren't successful. So – it's not watching for me I guess it's probably not watching other people lose that's not what I think about I mean I think it's about getting the best out of myself and hopefully that's good enough on a particular day and if it's not then 
you know, it's not. You give the other team credit for, you know, doing what they had to do to win. And, you you know, being in sports, you don't win every game. It's not – I don't think this is like the Harlem Globetrotters right. and the Washington Generals. I mean, you gotta you got to play really tough competition, and that's a part of it. We had uh, Nate Solder on here about – 15, 20 minutes ago, maybe a half hour ago, we talked about Hudson and all that stuff. And obviously, we talked to you last year. We paid attention and followed the story. Uh, and now we know, obviously, we, it touches everyone, but obviously, it touched you personally with your mom. I guess first, I'd, I'd ask how, how she's feeling and uh, what, what's going on with her. Well, th- thanks for asking. She's doing really well. And um, she gets her, her scans, um, I think, every three months. And uh, she's, she's really done well. So it's been a while since she finished her treatments um and you know we just we're always kind of praying and hoping that they come back clean and so far they have and we're very blessed so um you know it's it's touched our lives and it's touched uh, my mom's lives and i think we have different perspective on life when you go through those things and um you know i think we're very thankful for you know all the people who have supported her and um you know for all the people that are doing great work in the world. You know, we always say this, and I have my parents and Jerry with his dad, you with your mom. You learn a lot about the person who has the disease, but then you learn, you know, good and bad about other people. I know you mentioned how your dad stepped up. You just learn things. Your sisters. Your uh, sisters as well. You just learn about the toughness and loyalty of people that you you were pretty sure of, but when stuff like this really happens, it becomes a whole different situation. Yeah, it does, and it's, um, you know, you you do. You see firsthand, you know, kind of how everyone deals with different adversities and you deal with different things but nothing like life and death and that's ultimately what really matters in life and you know you you don't sweat the small things in life because at least I try not to you know you think about the big things and that's people you love and care about the things that they're going through and how they're managing the adversities and stress in their life and um, you know that's really put to the test at least our family was at different times and you know at this particular instance with my mom but my dad was you know just a you know there for my mom every step of the way my sisters who were kind of more in close proximity to my mom um you know they were so uh you know they they were just there for mom whatever she needed and um i think that's great in some ways for families to come together in different instances and um you know sometimes it takes big things like that for people to come together and for people to spend more time and quality time saying, God, why are we taking these things for granted? And I think when you go through it, you don't take those things for granted as much as maybe you do when you haven't experienced anything like that before. Did you guys know in the locker room, in the huddle, did you know what Nate Solder was going through? You know, I think to a degree, yes, but obviously to the extent that Nate felt it, certainly not. And he's such an incredible man in person and, uh, he just—he's—he's he's a man of great faith, and he's just—I think the way he handled it, everyone admired and respected him that much more. I mean, he's already just a great human being, and then to see how he dealt with and is dealing with it in his family is—I couldn't imagine dealing with it any better. And uh, you know, we pray for him, we think about him, and uh, you know. We we all you know care deeply about him and his situation. Do you, do you miss him? I mean, as a as a guy protecting your left side. Absolutely. I mean, he's 
you know, I've been lucky. I've, I've played with a lot of guys, you know, and I think that particular position, you know, it's, 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 there's a deep connection. I think center, there's a deep connection and left tackle. And, uh, you know, having Nate there for as long as I did, um, someone that I could always count on, rely on, depend on, who was so consistent day to day. And, uh, you know, the Giants got a great player in him. And he's really flourishing. And uh, I know he's going to have, you know, just a great career there, just like he had a great career for us. And I'm happy for him and his family and all the things uh, and all the success he experiences professionally, and it couldn't happen to a better guy. He's he's just an incredible person. Was there a point in your career, does it happen at the beginning or the middle, or, or, or even when you get older, where a guy like that leaves and you're able to just kind of say, okay, he's gone, and not get angry about it and move on? Was that was that easier now than, say, your second or third year, or harder or the same? I think it's, it's different. Um, in some ways, I think as you go through it more in your career, and I've had a lot of guys, you know, just have different opportunities, um, you know, to go different places. And, and I naturally, I think people like, you know, players that have played for the Patriots. I mean, we've had success and I think people want to emulate that and they're willing to, um, you know, go try to try to get our guys that have played for our team. Um, it's not like it's a shock anymore. I mean, I think when I was younger, I was pretty naive to the business side of the NFL and um, couldn't understand why guys would switch teams. And, you know, because you come from a high school system or you come from a college environment into a professional environment, it's just different. And uh, I, it, was, it was definitely more emotional when I was younger. I think now it's just more of a reality. I mean, you miss the guys and you miss – their personalities and what they bring to the team in different ways that maybe people would never know. And uh, anytime you lose a great player, I don't think it helps the team at all. Hopefully you can replace that person with someone that can do the job and or someone that, you know, really brings their own personality to, to the team. But, you know, losing, you know, a guy like Nate, you know, that's, that's a big loss. And, um, you know, like I said, we all love him. We miss him. And, uh, you know, we'll get to see him here in about 10 days. But, uh, you know, he's, he, he'll always be a great friend. Do you, uh, we just talked to our friend Lisa Sherber from the Jimmy Fund Clinic, and she told a story I had never heard before um, of sneaking you in the back door seven years ago, she, she guessed, uh, to visit a, a young girl at the end of her life. And she, I guess, promised not to tell anyone. Well, your secret's out. She told us today for the first time. Do you remember that, uh, Tom? Or do you um, do you remember her? Yep. Yep. And, uh, when I was in college, we, we did a lot. Our, our team was really involved in the university of Michigan hospital. We, every Tuesday night we would go, um, you know, visit the children's hospital at the university of Michigan. And it's just always a great experience, whether I was doing it in college or professionally. And, uh, it's uh, hard to imagine what a lot of these families are going through and a lot of these children, what they're going through and, it's their reality, but to bring, you know, just a small smile to their face or a small moment to kind of take them away from what they're dealing with is, I think, does more for the people visiting than probably for the people that are being visited. And I know a lot of our players do that. I know it means a lot to our team to kind of do great things in the community. And, uh, you know, I always enjoy doing those types of things. How do, you, how do you decide what you can do? I know you do some of the Make-A-Wish stuff, too. Obviously, you can't do everything. Do you have a hard and fast rule that you tell your 
that you know you tell Stacy or you tell your agent, say I can do this, but I can't do that. Uh, you know, I think you take them as they come, but you're right. You can't do everything. And I think that's, uh, you have to, you know, you have to, to make sure, you know, you're just, sometimes I think you over, you know, you, you over, uh, exert yourself and I think you got to pull back and then sometimes you have the energy to do it. And I don't know when, exactly when those things are. It's just probably on the particular day or week or month. You try to do as many things as you can, and um, but you can't do everything. You're who's right. the best? Who's the best you've ever seen at it? Is Gronk up there? He's amazing. I mean, he's he's always out in the community. He's he's done so many things over the course of his career here. Um, I've had a lot of great teammates. I mean, who it's every Tuesday doing something, and right. it's it's uh, it's pretty impressive. I mean, and it's a great thing to be able to do. I know it's. When you see work being done like that, um, you know, I know our, our team puts a kind of a high priority on those things. And our community affairs, community service team I, is always kind of preparing things year-round. Um, over the course of off-season training camp, even into the season, there's a lot to do. And there's a lot of people that need to be helped. And I think it's great that, you know, people are willing to commit their time and energy to do it. All right, Tom, we appreciate you joining us. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you uh, next week, okay? Okay, thank you. Have All a good right. day.